Welcome into DMVR Bets. Justin, how are you doing, man? Justin and I on a real uh, podcasting roll these days. So uh, it, it's a delight to keep it rolling. He's our go-to guy when it comes to college football bets. So uh, never disappoints. How, how are you doing, my brother? Yeah, yeah, we might need to unmute him there. Oh, oh. That's my bad. That's my bad. That was a <laughs> that was a pre twenty twenty move. I came in unprepared, <laughs> but uh, I'm good, man. We've been spending a lot of time together, watching, uh, getting ready for a lot of college football. So this is this is the best time of year, especially when you know you can kind of take advantage of of some of the teams that Vegas doesn't know quite as much about. They're pretty much on everything, but I do think there are times you can get some value specifically on like the mountain West and the, the pac 12 and stuff like that, but let's get into it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's so many unknowns coming into the year. It's uh, it's just a lovely time. Our consensor last night hits Chippewas, big Chippewa guys over here. Um, the Mac stood up for us. You love to see it. And um, it, I don't know. It felt like we had 5% of hope for a second there on the the Pitt West Virginia SGP. I mean, they were up in the fourth quarter. It still had a chance to hit and and we were in perfect position, but you know, college football, college football, they they choked on the road and had an untimely pick six, but it was a lot of fun. It was great to have that game back. I mean, the backyard brawl is it's just everything we love about college football. 70,000 people in the stands. Unique rivalry. Hasn't happened in a, over a decade, which is a, a total sham. Crazy. It, it was awesome to have that right off the bat. Yeah, bring those kind of games back always and often, especially on the in the non-conference slate. I mean, what are we doing? Um, wow, look at that. Justin bringing in the people. What up to Austin Novak? sis mike trout who i think is still in italy right now so uh you know our guys our guys showing up once the season kicks off but um justin no further ado here i've I've only got so much chit chat for you on our third podcast uh you know we hung out at the bar yesterday bar bar gonna be open for some college football this weekend so um, Mike Trout, the plural of bello would be belly with an I, so no need to do an apostrophe <laughs> S there. Easy fix. Um, I love it though. I, I appreciate the compliment. Um, but yeah, Justin, we we've got too many games to to do any more nonsense here in the opener of the show. Let's go to your big threes, man. Let's get into it. First off, we've got Air Force in action this weekend. I'm big on the Falcons this year, just with the mm -hmm. the experience that they have offensively. I also really like their defensive line. I don't think it gets enough love. I'm a little surprised they're not bigger favorites at home against Northern Iowa in this one. I get that they play kind of a bog it out style. Uh, Mountain West teams have actually struggled a little bit with some of these FCS opponents. Portland State dang near beat San Jose State last night, a team who I also think has some defensive talent, but Anyways, I, I like the Falcons to cover at home in this one. I think their style is just really tough. And I think with the experience that they have, I, I have a hard time not seeing them cover this. Next, I'm going to Ohio State. They're playing Notre Dame. I've been big. I've talked about this on a couple of pods already. 
I think they cover this pretty easily. I just think the talent gap at the skill positions is too significant. And mm-hmm. I, I think Ohio State's got a lot to prove. CJ Stroud's tired of hearing about Bryce Young. I, I like the Buckeyes. And then finally, I, I Nevada is a weird team. They struggled That's- last week against New Mexico State. They lost almost all of their players to CSU. Yeah. But I, I think they're being disrespected a little bit at home here. Home dogs to Texas uh, State. I I just like them. I think they've got enough experience. Toa Tawa in the backfield. Defensively, they've still got Don Peterson at defensive tackle. Their, their secondary is still pretty solid. I think Nevada at home in front of their fans. They've got the chip on their shoulders, you know, after losing everybody. Ken Wilson, longtime Nevada assistant, has come back. He's really done the the rallying cry of like us versus the world. Mm-hmm. I'm all in at on Nevada at home. I still think they struggle this year, but uh, I bet on them to cover last week. They did. I'm taking them straight up this week. And I think they are going to win. Love it. Sticking to what he knows with the mountain West and then a little more, uh prime time matchup for us. So um, love that lots more college football. I want to get into with you. Let's bang out my big three, though, before we do that. Um, Actually, mental note, after I finish my big three, I want to ask you about the total on that Air Force game. That struck me as extremely low. Um, But I'm staying local, and I've got that dog in me. I'm taking all these underdogs per the spread. So give me CU tonight as a home dog to TCU. Lots to be unpacked and figured out with the CU offense, but if they aren't a bottom three, bottom five um, passing offense in all of the FBS, I do think they could, you know, surprise TCU, play them tough, keep this within two touchdowns. Um, and from all I hear, I think uh, I think there's some possibilities of that. CSU at the big house. Justin and I talked about this on the draft pod plus 30 and a half. I think we can backdoor this. It's hard to know exactly what the Rams will bring to the table this year with a completely new offense, um, a ton of new players, but I don't know if this was Nevada at the big house with all those players and Jay Norvell's offense. I think we'd be getting closer to, Somewhere between 23 and a half and 28 and a half. I don't think it'd be the the full disrespect of 30 and a half. And um, Michigan's lost a lot of talent, especially on defense in the defensive trenches, which is what got them in the playoffs. I mean, Hutchinson and Ojogbo were absolutely dominant last year. Not having those guys is going to make a huge difference. I just think CSU is going to hang around and, uh, you know, I also don't think Michigan's necessarily all that up for this. You were telling me how they're they're talking about maybe alternating quarterbacks these first couple weeks. So, yeah, the Jimmy doesn't strike me as very concerned to cover the 30 and a half, which sounds great for me as a better. And then I've been back and forth on this. The, the odds are minus 110. Um, I know that can be confusing. The plus 17, the minus 11. The odds are minus 110. Oregon is a 17-point dog in Atlanta. And I just think both these defenses are really good. Um, And I just think the Ducks are going to play them tough. Also, it certainly helps that they're coached by Georgia's former defensive coordinator, who's going to understand as much as 
anyone what their personnel um, is like, which, you know, it's very hard week one without seeing these opponents on film as presently constructed to game plan for them. Less of a struggle for Oregon and preparing for Georgia. And also Oregon has some real talent on defense. I just think it's a, it's a kind matchup to them. They'll get up for it. And again, 17, it's a lot of points. We've got the option to backdoor this um, and, and could see this very much going not too dissimilar to that Georgia Clemson matchup we saw in week one last year, where that was actually one of the few teams that was able to play Georgia semi-close. Um, and there's the Bo Nix factor, which I don't plan on betting a lot on Bo Nix this year, but in something like this, where I got that dog in me, um, why not? Why not take take Bo Nix and hope it's good Bo Nix and not bad Bo Nix, which, hey, there's there's just no way of knowing. So um, I like the Dan Lanning factor, though. You brought that up. I mean, he brought the best out of that Georgia front seven. I, I'm yeah. very intrigued by what he can do with Noah Sewell and um, Justin, Justin Flo. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just a really stacked defense. Obviously, they brought over Christian Gonzalez from CU. No tough break for Buffs fans, but he's really talented. He's going to be huge, huge, huge for them this year. I, I, I really like Oregon in this one as well. Again, I, I don't think they're going to pull the upset, particularly in mm-hmm. Atlanta. That would be a really tall task, and unless yeah. Georgia just completely overlooks them, but I think Bo Nix can improvise with his legs enough to keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I also like what you said as far as the the Buffs and, and Rams go. I'm, I'm with you on both of those. I think. The local teams can cover, so we're we're in on Air Force, CU, and CSU to cover. I guess it's a it's a nice little way to support the front range. Look at that, keeping it local. Yeah, and I I love what you the Georgia Oregon matchup. You made me think with those linebackers. It's one of the few teams that's going to be at least decently set up to cover those tight ends to stop that running game on the second level. There aren't many teams that on paper you would even dare to say that going into a week against um, the Bulldogs. So, um, yeah, just uh, predict the unpredictable in in week one, and that's why you take all these large spreads. But back to that total before I forget, 42 is the total for Air Force. Take it on UNI, a UNI program that's pumped out a lot of pro talent over the last few years, um, but I also not necessarily a true blue blood in the FCS, 42 and a half. Of course, this is a kind of a classic with Air Force where you presume that the triple option is just going to like chop the game in half, eat up that clock, um, so on and so forth. But what do you think of that? Because that is really low compared to all these other college football spins. I think it's really well set because I could very, I could very well see CSU or good lord i could see air force win this game like 34 to 7 or something like that i don't think air force is going to want to give away too much in this one i, I think it's mm-hmm. a game where you're going to try and get up and then essentially run the clock out you know you, you don't want to get too quirky there and, and start showing some of your variations because they're going to want to save those for the the service academy games and some of those premier mountain west matchups that said i just that's such a low total I'm inclined to take the over. I mean, it has been over season in college football. And I think Air Force with the talent that they have on offense, I mean, 
I I count on Hazik Daniels and Brad Roberts to throw 40 on, on just about any FCS opponent. And that's no disrespect to you and I, because like you said, they've they produced a ton of talent. Trevor Penning just came out of there, but I, I like the Falcons a lot and it's more about the respect that I have for them this year. There you go. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I kind of feel like, again, expect the unexpected week one, and that kind of feels like an over in this one. Um, I am Of all your picks, that is the one that I may be a little more gun-shy is the 15 and a half. I'm not it's quite a little sure high. I wish I could get it at like 13 and a half and just no. have it be a two-touchdown win. Yeah. But I, I do think they win by about 20. Like, I don't think they're going to throttle them. But Air Force will quietly blow out teams. They kind of, you know, you break yeah. one long run, they get a turnover and that capitalizes into a touchdown or a couple of field goals. They just, they suffocate you. And, and I think they will cover it. It's my old bull constrictor analogy. They are one of those teams that just slowly, but surely exhausts you. It's more a death by a million cuts than like someone who like pounces on you and attacks. I'm, I deal too much with a four-year-old who's obsessed with animals, so I apologize if these <laughs> analogies are getting to. Um, shouts to Mike Trout, who's in Leche right now. That's in Puglia. Get yourself a jersey, Mike Trout. Beautiful red and um, yellow stripes Leche has. Um, he also says, I can barely speak English, right? So, uh, you know, you when you lose some. And then how much do we love JMU this year? He asked. That's, of course, his alma mater. Um, we can't always bet on James Madison University. In fact, we can rarely bet on James Madison University. And then he sent you a super chat merely saying hi. Um, Justin, you are such a fan favorite here. So, Hi, look buddy. At, look at that. Shout out JMU. Hopefully, uh, hopefully our guy Todd Santeo can do good things for you under center. I'm not sure if he won the starting gig or not, but he's a dual threat guy. I think he could be successful in a run heavy offense. Is he a dual threat or is he more of a single threat? And that threat is merely to run, you know, have we gotten yeah, too touche. carried away with the touche. dual threat? <laughs> um, we do have a line though. I, you know, I don't know about if Lich is going to have this line and I don't know the parts of Virginia you live in or Mary, you know, I, I forget. Um, but they take on middle Tennessee and JMU four and a half point favorite on that one. So, uh, we'll be rooting for you if your guys, Mike Trout, even though I'm not going to pretend to have any leanings on that one way or another. That game actually matters to me because middle Tennessee comes to CSU next week. So I'll, uh, I'll be tuned in a little bit. So we'll be pulling for JMU. Hopefully middle Tennessee is terrible and CSU can, can stomp them at home, but Bro, shout out JMU moving up to the FBS. Dude, big time stuff. Um, yeah, that's a big moment for Mike Trout. And I mean, as we're alluding to in all these podcasts, football is finally here. It's officially returned. Um, and you know, we we had the we had the boost for new users for college football there on DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, the official sports betting partner of the NFL is here to celebrate the return of pro football. DraftKings is giving new customers a can't miss offer where you can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's how they do it out there. Um, and I mean, we don't need to tell you, but it, it's such a, it's so great to watch some random college football on a Thursday and be invested. 
DraftKings is all right there at the tip of your fingers. It's just the best, man. If you're a new user right now is the best time. Um, you know, everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings on the early win promotion. Um, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DMVR to get $200 in free bets instantly. When you place a $5 bet on any football game, that's code DMVR only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only one per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. Restrictions apply to DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. For details, gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. And speaking of DraftKings Sportsbook, we are getting into, um, they are Mike Trout. They really are. I, I met Susie Hunter's dad. Great man, as anyone could imagine. He's in our lobby right now, though I'm not saying this because he can't hear me. The door's closed. He can't hear me. So this is completely, he's also a banana man. So, uh, you know, all great fathers, they they chow they banana, a banana smoothie. They have like this banana smoothie mix you can get at King Supers, put some ice in it. Blend it up. It's it's yummy. That sounds exquisite. I might have to check that out, though. I don't think I would cut down on my banana intake regardless. Um, yeah, yeah. Dilemma of the weekend. Dilemma of the weekend. Ding, ding, ding. Show history, not dilemma of the day. Full weekend. Our favorite college football boost, and we've got a few to pick from, and then how to build an overs parlay. Justin already alluded to it. It's it's over season. Um, I mean, the games yesterday showed that that game in Dublin showed it last week. It's just uh, it's just how it is. It's that time of year. So we bad are going tackling. to. What was that? Bad tackling. Just a lot of bad defense early on. Horrible you get tackling. missed assignments and guys arm tackling. And it's just it'll tighten up as the year goes on, but yes. especially early on when you have that unfamiliarity with these opponents, I'm leaning overs. It's not run fit season. It's over season. And there's a, that's, that's a correlated parlay. Um, so we're going to start with analyzing these boosts, Justin, and then I'm going to lean on your knowledge and expertise to get us the overs parlay of all overs parlays for this weekend. So, the first boost is um, profit boost on the people's parlay. Get 50% profit boost on this people's parlay. This was on a Twitter poll. The people chose, and you know, a very big market D line of them, but we'll allow it. Ohio State minus 16 and a half. Get a little half point on the pick you already gave out. Georgia to win by 16 and a half. That would go against my pick. And Bama to win by 41 and a half. Bama, I'm not even familiar with who they're playing. The Utah State. Mm, okay, how do we feel about that one? Utah State struggled. They were 27-point favorites at home against UConn. We're down 14 in the second quarter. Still ended up winning by two scores, but yeah, they're they're going to get throttled by Bama. 41's a lot, though. Um, it's a lot. Saban tends to let the gas off on non-power five teams mm -hmm. so that would make me a little bit nervous and utah state has enough offensively to you know get 14 17 points something like that so i could 
I could see it being like a 38 point victory and you really getting screwed late when their threes are in because Utah state gets a late touchdown, but yeah, I, I don't love the people's parlay to be honest, because I, I'd be hesitant about taking that many points, even though I think Bama will absolutely, you know, beat them down. And we're both on, we're both on Oregon to keep it close. Sorry, people, your parlay is getting the old thumbs down by um, our emperor, Justin. Uh, that's an ancient Rome analogy. That's for, that's for you, Mike Trout, because you're in the homeland. Um, then we have one ND OSU bet. So this is a, this is an interesting one. You bet 50 bucks or more on the spread of Notre Dame, Ohio state. You pick your side of the spread to earn up to $48 in free bets. So this is how it works. You place a pregame bet of 50 bucks or more on the spread, pick your side, and then you get $6 towards a free bet for every touchdown the team you bet on scores in the game. If you take oh. Ohio State, that might be intriguing. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, you could get five, six touchdowns from Ohio State pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't mind that one. They also need to cover the spread is the only tricky part. I was going to say, that's that's a lar- that's a larger bet than I am typically placing on a, on a week one spread, unless I'm feeling big cocky here. There you go. Um... And then we have a bigger the parlay, the bigger the boost, which we can apply to our overs parlay. Get a 25% profit boost pack for NDSU versus Ohio State. Um, brought to you by Golik Jr. So that's just a, a boost on the big game there. And then let's see, we've got one more happy hour. Okay, this is right up your alley. Um, Happy hour, get Alabama, Mississippi State, Georgia, Florida, Arkansas, and Ole Miss to each win on Saturday, boosted to plus 400. So you really got to go in on the SEC. We talked about the Bama game. We've talked about the Georgia game. Arkansas, not an easy opponent in Cincinnati, but they are favored by by about a tud. That's around where the spread has been. Florida's the tricky one because they are dogs to Utah, though it is in the swamp. Um, and not to be repetitive, but we have kind of broken this game down. Um, we're both leaning towards Utah. Yes, Justin, that's where we've both settled on here. It's just the better team. All the atmosphere works against them. It's going to be humid. It's going to be intense. It's going to be rocking in the swamp, but Utah's more experienced. They're more complete on both sides of the ball. And, Neither of us are sold on Anthony Richardson yet, so he has plenty of time to prove us wrong. But yeah, I, I really liked that bet up until we had to bet against Utah. Because I like Mississippi State too. They're like 17-point favorites against Memphis. I think all of those hit pretty easily, but you need Florida to pull the, pull the upset. So yeah. if you're in on the Gators, I would say that's a fun way to do it because I think those other ones are going to hit and you're essentially getting a lot of free value. Right, they're kind of shoe-ins. Yeah, Mississippi State play Memphis, uh, so not automatic, but um, you got to feel good, and Kiffin's boys in the Sippy taking on Troy. So, I mean, yeah, it's if you're back in Florida, 
you're going to get some extra value with this parlay over um, just taking Florida money line straight up, which is just plus 120. So if you want to turn that plus 120 into a plus 400, that's the boost for you. Gun to your head, though, Justin, if you had to pick the Notre Dame-Ohio State boost or this one, which would you feel better about? Now, and the cost is, uh, you know, it's kind of like an NFL, an NBA trade. You got to consider yeah, yeah. the cap, the cap cost here. I, I would rather place the Ohio State bet because I'm more confident in them fulfilling it. I just think that you, I just think Florida at home against Utah is, yeah. it's not a bad bet, but I still think it's a tall task. And, and I really like Billy Napier. I actually got to spend some time around him when mm-hmm. he was at CSU and I worked on that staff, but I, I just think that's a tough one. This Utah team's really good. They, they could legitimately make the playoff. They are one of my teams to go to the playoffs for sure. Um, in fact, what can I get those at playoff? Can I do that? Yeah. To make the playoffs. Here we go. Um, Billy Napier, I am a little skeptical. I don't have any of the personal relationship you have. Plus 425 that used to go to the playoffs. So that feels kind of nice. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm a big Dan Mullen guy and uh, thought he was fired prematurely and do not know what to expect out of Billy Napier. But that is a big... It's a brutal gig, man. I mean, it's just one of those where... Brutal. Yeah, you can break through and win a national championship, but right. man, it, it's hard to out recruit you know bama and georgia i mean the talent's down there There, there's the potential but you have no time if you don't you know if you don't immediately spark things and even then it's not always enough McElwain went to -to back-to-back sec titles but he didn't recruit well enough and so he got fired like it's just a brutal gig that auburn i wouldn't want to coach at any of those spots yeah i mean look at or coach orgeron He, he won a national championship arguably on paper, one of the greatest college football teams of all time fired within a couple of years. Um, it's just kind of unrealistic standards to live by. Um, and it might be an unrealistic standard to live by for me to just expect you to jump on and be able to help us out with stringing together an overs parlay here, but it's over season. And over uh, season. these are the tough tasks that that one is a, uh, one is a uh, you know asked to make here sometimes. So over they pay me the big bucks, right? That's yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> let's go. Well, let's start with Air Force, right? We like that over, even Beautiful. though Beautiful. I mean that's the lowest point total. So in theory, it should be the easiest to hit. You love this over forty-two and a half. Beautiful. Okay, what's Next, I was thinking maybe that Ohio State game that's set that's up exactly 59. what I was thinking. It's at 60 now on what I'm showing, but Ooh, that is high, it's pretty high. But you we'll gotta come back to it, believe in your guys, you know, CJ Stroud, Paris Johnson, that running back, um, you know, Jackson. God, I'm I'm blanking on the receiver's Smith, name, but, um, thank you. Yeah, I, I think I would. I would take the over. It is high enough that it makes me a little bit nervous, but I do think Notre Dame will score some points. I don't think Ohio state's like a, you know, 
stout, like, you know, holds you to 10 points, classic yeah. Big Ten defense. Yeah. But I think Ohio State definitely scores 40 plus. So if you can get 20 out of Notre Dame or even just a little bit more out of Ohio State, if they crack 50 and you get anything out of Notre Dame, I, I think it hits. So I, I like the over in that one. I like the over in Alabama, Utah State, which is also high, 61 Fair. and a half. Yeah. But both of these offenses can really score. Like I said, Utah State's offense is good enough that yeah. I could see them getting a couple touchdowns. And Bama's offense is good enough that they could score 70 if they want to. Yeah, for sure. Love that. Are there is call CSU, CU, are either of those overs buffs? Taking on the Horn Frog set at 59, Rams in the big house set at 62. Would those I like, be worth adding? I like CSU Michigan more than I like CU TCU. Fair. Um, fair. One more just because CSU, obviously, if they're going to hang, we have them covering. If they're going to hang, they're going to have to score a little bit. Yeah. I don't think they're going to throw like 30 on the board, but if they could get, you know, like tw 24, maybe. Mm hmm. Also, they lost a lot of talent on the defensive front. And, I mean, as much as I love Jay Norvell, uh, I I don't expect that defense to be, like, stout necessarily. No, I mean, it, it, and it's been a struggle for quite some time now. So it's it's kind of wait and see. They are CSU's in the 4-2-5 now. Uh, they added some talent via the transfer mm -hmm. portal. Angel King from Nevada. Aiden Hector is a former four-star guy that started as a true freshman for Washington State. I think their secondary is going to be impactful. Yeah, I like the over in that one. Um, the Where it could really screw you, obviously, is if Michigan leans on the run game, they get up big mm -hmm. early, run the clock out. Yep. And if CSU's offensive line struggles, which does have five new starters, and it's a redshirt freshman quarterback making his first true start. So, I mean, that's, that's a tough task. It's the biggest football stadium in the country. It's the third biggest sports stadium in the world, I believe. So that it's sounds right. It's Crazy. insane. Like, yeah. like it's it's a big atmosphere. Um, but I, there'll be some points in Michigan's offense. For everything that they lost on defense, they brought back on offense. So they they should be really good. Exactly. Yeah. Um. That one feels intriguing. The more we talk about, um, lots of intrigue around Caleb Williams, Jordan Addison. And Lincoln Riley being at USC now, they take on Rice at home. That's set at 61 and a half. Could that be an add-on? I mean, I feel good with where we're at with our five picks at plus 2552. That's assuming we want to stick with like the Ohio State over. Um, so I'm just I'm just I'd rather throw Mississippi there. State Memphis in at 57 and a half. Ooh. You've got two high tempo offenses both teams that are going to throw a lot love that neither historically are very stout defensively i mean it feels like a classic you know mike leach barn burner where they score 55 but still give up 32 and you're like are they actually good or you right. know what i mean it's, right. it's just a weird matchup but i think there'll be a lot of points in that one what about utah florida at 51 and a half i mean that's so perfectly set you think so it all just depends on like how how, how much Utah runs the ball if they just yeah. run it down their throats and if like if Florida can do anything. Cause I I'm not trying to be dismissive. I do think Anthony Richardson is an impressive athlete. I think he's dynamic. Absolutely. 
but Utah is really well coached defensively. They're not just going to like, he's going to have to make good reads. They're going to pressure him. I, I I would lean away from that one just because that game could get kind of wonky. I could very easily see it like going way over and just being like, man, I, I completely overthought that one. And in a, in a muggy, humid, hot night, I could also see like exhaustion playing in in the second half and, you know, teams not really moving the ball as well. Yeah, I'm with you. With those six legs, we can boost that because the more legs you include in the parlay, the more, the bigger the boost. That goes plum, from plus. Let me take the boost off my old eyes. Can't see this as well as <laughs> I'd like. Um, plus 5078 to plus 7109. Um, that sounds like a good time. I like that. I mean, it's. It's a lot hard to hit a six legger, but I, I genuinely believe in the logic behind all of these, and that's what you want to go for. You know, if if you're gonna do something like this, it's easy to get greedy and just be like, oh, I don't know, we'll just throw the Utah Florida one on there, but there's too many things working against it, so we didn't throw that one in. Same thing like CU TCU. I could see TCU scoring forty and that hitting really easily, and me just being like, dang, I completely overthought that. But I do think if CU is going to hang, and I I think they will at home, I think it's going to be more like of a, a slugfest. So we kept that one out too. Gosh, this is fun. I, I just it's so good to have college football back. It's amazing. Um, I think we're good there. Unless you're seeing any other spreads, you you really need to jump on here. Um, just closing it out. Mike Trout says the last JMU QB to start is currently on the Dallas Cowboys. Um, yeah, shout out to good old Gucci Danucci and, uh, he'll be sending me more banana picks, which is a fun thing he's been doing while he's out in Italy, which not a euphemism, by the way, legitimately banana (laughs) picks. Uh, I like San Diego state to cover six at home in the opening of their new stadium against Arizona. Man, that's another low spread too at 46 and a half. Um, San Diego State's defense is really good. Uh, Arizona did add a lot of talent via the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Delora came over from Washington State. Offensively, they should move the ball a lot better. But, I mean, San Diego State last year was really stout, and they brought back essentially everybody. So I I just like the energy of of being at home. It, It reminds me of when CSU hosted Oregon State, and there was just so much. They were so amped. And the talent level, although it was actually probably pretty close, it ended up being a blowout. I actually think San Diego State wins this by a couple scores. Wow. Well, if you added San Diego State, that boost gets hyped. And you saying Washington State made me think of checking them out. Everyone very um, intrigued by their new quarterback from in, coming from Incarnate Ward. His name is Cam Ward, so that confuses the shit out of me since I've lost <laughs> the ability to remember names. At fifty six, taking on the van- fifty seven, taking on the Vandals at home. If there anything is advertised, you'd think that'd be covered easily. Um, either of those picks, if not both, would up our boost to fifty percent and then up the odds like almost double. I mean, I think Washington State's going to be pretty good, to be honest. That's a tougher game with having 
dug into them since CSU travels there in week three. I I think they're going to be a better team than most people expect. And they played really hard down the stretch last year after a, a really weird scenario. So I, yeah, after roll, I think left. they'll cover against Idaho pretty easily. You like the 28 and a half. Do you like the over 57? I like the over more than I like the 28 and a half just because Idaho is a, you know, it's close enough that like it could get wonky whenever you have those FCS regional games where it matters way more. I don't know. I'd be more scared if it was Eastern Washington or something like that, a, le- a legitimate program. But like we saw last night with Portland State and uh, even Cal Poly playing somewhat respectable against a really good Fresno State team early on, things can get wonky, but there should be a lot of points in that one. Love it. I'm adding both those picks and all of a sudden we're in a uh, baby beluga territory of a uh, uh, plus 30,000. So uh, you got to love we'll that. It. That's actually f- full blown white whale territory. Um, so, yeah, I'm getting in on Send that. Me that uh, screenshot so I can I can hit it afterwards. Of um, course. I should have been it. placing that while we were talking it through. That's why I've got two devices here. Um, you. Some shows you got to be prepared, and uh, this is the rare one I prepared because I know my guy Justin Michael always prepares for this. It's why he is our king of college football bets. Man, just lovely seeing the homies back in the chat. Lovely talking actual college football that's coming up not tomorrow, tonight, Justin. Tonight we started off. Um, it's just amazing. What a great time of year. What a great time to use that code DMVR and get on DraftKings Sportsbook. He's Justin Michael. Follow all his great coverage at DMVR Rams. It's his season. You got to tune in every second you can. Um, Check out the old Winner's Lounge on our YouTube channel where the Nuggets guys talking about big dub for Serbia over the Netherlands. That's what a a tremendous lives we're, we're living right now. Have a great weekend. Happy Memorial Day. That's what Memorial Day Monday, huh? Is it Memorial Day or Labor Day? I don't know. God damn it, Justin. I didn't grow up here. You, you're the one I, think I rely it's on. It's Labor Day. It's Labor Day. It's Shit, Labor Day. It's Labor Day. There you go. Yeah. So a labor of love for us, but happy Labor Day to you all. We will be back Tuesday. Enjoy the shit out of this college football weekend, and best of luck on all your bets.